0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Back and Forth Show. My name's Carl Madden, and we are here normally to talk about the week's Apple and tech-related news. But this week is going to be slightly different because yesterday, me and Dr. Richard Harkness, we went and attended the Wearables Technology Show in London, and we recorded some audio on-site as we uh, experienced all the all the stores and all the products for sale, well, for sale, for display. It wasn't very much to buy, not that we were going to buy anything because we're cheap, but as you are here. Um, so without further ado let me turn it over to Dr Richard Harkness and some guy called Carl over there at the Wearable Technology Show so here we are, we are at Excel in London for the Wearables Technology Show 2017 so this is a show, and with me actually, for today, let's kick things off is Dr Richard Harkness who is into his wearables because as you know he's got his own show the, the V2 show and um, the Human V2. Was it? What's That's this? right, Human V2. There you go. Where you talk about wearables and watches and, and yep. things like that. So, yeah, so this is, you're the perfect person to show me around this place. Plus, you're a GP, so you might be able to get through doors that I can't get through. A <laughs> lonely podcaster like me you can't get through. So, um, yeah, so here we are, at Excel. So, the uh, Wearable Technology Show has been going since 2014. It started off at uh, Olympia, I think. And then for the last three years, it's been here in Excel. Uh, and it's here today in in hall s3 where we are going to go in shortly and walk around and, and see what we can find is there anything you're expecting to find here today richard anything you're particularly looking for
1: i would just sort of see what what they're predicting the next uh, direction for wearables is going to be hopefully um and see particularly the the health stuff is what what interests me so um you know miniaturization
0: of health tracking and stuff like that so we'll see that's it. that's it. Now they do have a lot of speakers here, but we we can't. We're not paying for any of the speakers. We're too, we're too cheap. No, yeah, that's it. Very very cheap. So in fact, you should see our outdoor setup for recording this. You would not believe. Anyway, but we we'll talk about <laughs> shoestring budget. We haven't even got a shoestring. But uh, but no, we're going to head on in now, and we're going to look around and see if we can find anyone to talk to us. I'm not gar- I'm not hope I'm not thinking anyone will want to talk to us, but you never know. So uh, yeah, we're going to look around. They've probably got VR and AR in here and internet of things going on so it should be quite good Um, so like i say we're gonna walk around the show and uh, we'll be back shortly to share some of our thoughts of what we've seen so far so here I am again with Richard, we've, we've taken a quick initial walk around the, the floor there and uh, we've seen a few our, our, uh, items out there that we want to talk about so what we're going to do is we're going to go in, find a few we want to talk about come back out again, record the conversation and then head back in again but we come out for a moment, grabbed a cup of coffee as we, as we want to do Richard has bought a packed lunch <laughs> <laughs> I've got a brownie, I've got a brownie, Okay,
1: it's not yeah, a packed lunch Was it
0: packed? It was wrapped, uh, yes. That's a pack lad. Shut <laughs> <up>. <laughs> but no, so we've uh, already looked at a few items in there. The first one we uh, saw was something from Global Prototype Display, and they are working on wearables for shoes, actually, and they seem to be working on something called Pathfinder, which is designed for Parkinson patients who suffer from freezing of gait. What is freezing of gait, then? So it's basically, the,
1: with Parkinson's, one of the problems that people have is trouble initiating their walking pattern. So they'll, they'll, they'll stand, and then they'll, they'll kind of just sort of shuffle their feet in place for quite a while. Mm-hmm. And they may not even get going, but often just, if you if a carer is with them and holds the hand and just gives it a little bit of gentle forward motion, they then just fall into a walking gate after okay. that. So the way that this Do you want me to talk about how yeah, this absolutely. works? Yeah, absolutely. So the way this system's designed to work, I've got, to be, I've got to be honest, if, you, if you're remotely fashion conscious, I don't think you're going to be <laughs> keen on wearing this. But basically, the way that it works is um, it has a small little light projector, a uh, laser proje- projector, I think, by the looks of it, mm-hmm. um, that straps to the front of you, each of your shoes. And then what it will do is as you, as you begin walking, it, it projects onto the ground in front of you to give, give your brain a visual clue that that's the foot you need to, to lead with. And the idea being that that then helps you to walk more more fluidly. Um, and I believe they were, they were in the process of doing some clinical trials to see how well this works. So, I see.
0: It. Now, wasn't this the one they was releasing later in the year, May? Didn't someone say yeah. You May? Yeah, yeah. So, the, yeah. There
1: are two, two products. There was this one, and then there was a, another one, which was like a wearable insole, um, which vibrated, and uh, with a similar idea, but it was to help you... Um, assess how your gait is going but by giving you vibration feedback as you, as you walk so that's helpful for people with trouble with their nervous system where the
0: nerves and the soles of their feet don't work properly mm-hmm. Now actually the fir- first few things we see, we saw did all seem to concentrate more on various health, health aspects and helping uh, people with conditions and things like this and also on the old for the old people as well um, one of the um, Things that we saw, what was it? Uh the NIM. NIM the NIM yeah. ring. That's hard to say actually. Uh, so this is a, a new wearable device. It's a ring basically with a personal security system built in. Uh, the ring features a panic button that sends emergency alerts to a preset list of contacts, including friends, family and members, first responders and other members of the community. And this was a pretty, it was a huge, it was a chunky ring, wasn't it? It, mean, was, it, 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 was, it was bling, definitely it was bling. <laughs> you could, I mean, was, I'm quite surprised they just um, do them in white and black. I mean, they should be gold and silver. It needs
1: to be gold, doesn't it, yeah. Just totally baller, yeah. They
0: were, they were huge. But, um, I mean, this. this was, I mean, obviously the latest iOS, for example, offers a, a similar feature where you can call for help i yeah. don't like you know it also calls the authorities i mean I, I, we prefer it just uh you had a setting in there just to call your friends and yeah, family choose just, who you want Yeah, exactly but um this one i think you can choose who gets this message just, you, if yeah it goes she on. said
1: there was up to five different layers of of, of um uh, people that you could contact uh, you know just a friend and then friends and family and, and so on all the way up to the authorities and stuff so now, quite,
0: quite disturbing. The leaflet they gave out. The first thing they list is kidnapping. So that's a bit. Um, I don't know what sort of people they're hanging around with, but obviously uh, they're in demand. Anyway, so uh, yeah. So, but for me, I, immediately when my my nan was alive, I would see this would be perfect for her because I'd rather than the whole family trying to explain to her how to use a smartphone, just to keep a smartphone somewhere in the house, always charged up, but this ring always in contact with it via Bluetooth. Um, so if she ever did get in trouble, and she, towards the end of her life she did start to get in trouble a few times, just to have that that ability to touch a finger and basically call for help, because she had one of those panic um, buttons that the NHS give her. Yeah. Um, But she could never, she couldn't always get to that because it was in a different location to where she may have fall fell for example. So she wasn't wearing it like she was supposed to. No, I mean, yeah, she did. But that is that is exactly the similar thing, isn't it? I mean, but this just just looks more stylish. But the
1: the, the reality of it is, I know this, you know, from experiences that a lot of patients who have these panic uh, pendants and things often tend to take them off at night and then forget to put them back on again the next the next morning. Or they get up during the night and that's when they have their fall yeah. and they haven't got it on them. Yeah. So, But with this thing, it's quite chunky. I'm not sure if you would go to bed with well. wearing this. True, but I I was I went. be at, able to. I mean, rings are one of those things that you can forget are on your your fingers, you know. So
0: yeah, I mean, once you get used to it, it's just. again, you have got to charge it. Like I said, two weeks battery life, and then
1: doable, Yeah. Yeah,
0: but I then mean, you always get into that period where if you don't look, get into the habit of charging at a certain regular interval, you tend yeah. to forget, and it's too late. you for, you know. That's why I, it's to me personally, it's not a big deal about my Apple Watch. I've got into the habit of charging it at a certain times of the day, so I yeah. know it's always topped up. But for some people, it seems to be a, an issue. Um, of course, it's not only the elderly. You can give it to your children. So they've got, they got an easy way uh, of getting in touch with you. And like, late commute, and like I say, this is something iOS has offered recently in its latest update. But for for other people, maybe, it, it could be something to look forward to. Now, I think these were funded by Kickstarter, I uh, Were they
1: originally? Because I remember on my website a long time ago, covering something very similar to this, so... Yeah. So there were. It was through crowdford I don't think it was. It might, maybe is it was. It was. I yeah, don't it was, think it was called this when I covered it But um, maybe
0: it got some weird. I wonder. Nim. I don't know what that stands. It's got to have some sort of connection to security. They sounded something.
1: like they were Scandinavian or something like that, didn't they? The accents of the people on the stall. You know, with so okay. so maybe it
0: means something in their language. I'm not sure. Well, I'm not sure they can sell it here actually, because they're still still saying. Well, actually, no, they have got the coding. I just read that wrong. I thought they were still uh, pending on clarification and, and registration and stuff like that. But no, they apparently they raised two hundred ninety thousand through crowdfunding, two thousand one hundred total backers, um, <laughs> and eight million views of their video <laughs> so far. You got all the stats on this little bit of card that they handed out. But I don't know. It was it was good. It was interesting. I can see it's definitely a first. A version one. Yeah, thing. It, was,
1: it was comfortable to wear. I tried it on my finger, and it was, it was nice and comfortable to to wear on your finger. So I was
0: waiting for you to say I can't get it off again.
1: Yeah, I did. There was a moment where I thought it was going to get stuck, but you know that's their issue if that happens. She <laughs> she offered to, uh, to to put a ring on it, as they say. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, no, it was, it was it was quite nice, quite nice. Um, I, I I I mean, to be honest, Carl, the people who I could see wearing this are definitely the, the wealthy. Um, you know, if you were uh, if you were a very wealthy person and you had children and stuff like this, I'd be quite tempted to put this on my kids. You know, because uh, your children are, are a target, I think, um, if you're very wealthy, so or powerful. Oh, yeah. So, um, mm. Kim Kardashian could have done with this when she got uh, <laughs> held hostage recently. Oh, dear God! No, it's true though. Yeah, and, it's... and and it's bling enough that she could pull it off as well. well if so. it was gold yeah if it was gold exactly she could probably pay for somebody to spray it with 24 karat gold though couldn't she so you
0: could send it off to those people who do the the AirPod AirPod colouring yeah yeah probably never see it for six weeks but (laughs) (laughs) Um, and the last thing we saw before we head in and out is uh, from Digisec so Digisec will be showcasing newly released the Digisec service management app Uh, was this the one have I got the wrong person here is it not I thought he was. So, basically, what they... The, I think it was DigiSec, because I didn't actually clock the name of their thing, so I had to just look up on the map where they were. But anyway, so they were basically selling watches. Well, they weren't selling watches. They were selling a sensor, chips, a chip, to, that to goes go inside a watch. a watch of your choice. And what was the point of that?
1: So, basically, as far as I could gather, they were, they were partnering up with certain watch manufacturers to allow them to have the ability to put these little NFC chips inside watches. Mm-hmm that would allow then contactless payments but using a, a watch of your choice all right then the beauty of that uh the beauty of it was is that it requires no battery at all so it doesn't need charging up like the Apple watch or, or any of the, any of the other <coughs> smart watches <laughs> um, so so yeah because I, I was curious when I spoke to them, i was like well what what is the, the benefit of this and that that's the benefit basically is that any any and you like we were discussing, the other thing is you're choosing a, a traditional analog watch, but getting the benefits of contactless payment. Which, you know, I'm, I'm experiencing the wonders of today down here in London, on and off the, the tube system and things like that. So it's, it is quite handy once you.
0: No, it would, yeah, it would. And it also offer the, the benefit to what we experience with our watches th- to anyone who just does not like digital smartwatches because they're clunky. Let's face it, they are clunky compared yeah. to the things that you can normally get yeah. from the fashion stalls, for example. Um, I didn't, Did not you clock how big the chip was? I didn't actually see the chip. It's... Oh, well... Because they had it on some fairly small devices. It looked pretty small, and the... the,
1: the... Uh, they had it they had it almost like on a pendant type thing as well I I noticed I don't know whether that was a separate thing that they offered but But,
0: um, it must be pretty small if it can go in at the back of a watch that's it So, So, so the only downside we saw to this issue as we were walking away is the fact that when you decide if you ever decide to sell the watch or give the watch away or you'd probably have to take it back to the um, jewelry. No, she she did say you could
1: you could kill you could kill it using the app. Right. So say you bought uh, this is just an example. I'm not saying I'm not saying that they are. But say you bought a fossil watch and and you had a, a chip in the back of your fossil watch, you could kill um, you could take you could kill it and take away permission using the fossil app because um, that would have the payment section built into their app. That's what she was saying. Mm-hmm. What she did say though, which I thought was a bit awkward, was if you changed your bank or your bank card. You may oh. need to go back to the store in order for them to wipe the chip in store, and then and then put your new bank details on Got it. But I thought I thought that was a little bit of a headache. If you're somebody, if you're somebody who swaps banks on and off, you know, then that that could be a downside. That's it. Yeah. okay. Well, and, what, and what happens if they suddenly decide that, ah, oh, actually, this business isn't working for us. You know, you're just going to end up with a dead <laughs> chip in the back of your, your watch. Well, we,
0: we face, as, as like people into technology, we face that every day. I mean, I've heard that this company called Apple is doomed. So what's the matter? <laughs> I mean, I mean, Microsoft's on its last legs, apparently. Google's not doing too well. Facebook is not. It's, all over, Carl. it's, it's all, all over, cards. It's all gone. It's all gone. Next week, we'll have, be talking about vital and the latest types of (laughs) notebooks and pens you can buy. (laughs) I'm going to do farming, because I know much about farming as I do about technology, so I'll fit straight in. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, that's the first... Sorry? I was going to say. Meanwhile, I'll be amputating people's fingers using nothing more, <laughs> nothing more than gin and a stick. <laughs> uh, so that's it for now. We are going to head back in now because we have seen some more interesting things in there. There's a lot of VR as well out there.
1: Yeah, we haven't, we haven't got to that bit. I mean, the, no. when, when we say there may be some proper VR, but all I've seen so far is the, is the really rubbish. Put your smartphone in this yeah. plastic holder type VR. But I think I saw somewhere there are some new, new types. There was one Google Glass type looking one by Epson. Um, so, yeah, we'll we'll go back in and, and have a look oh. at that kind of stuff as well.
0: Oh, actually, one thing we have also spotted, although we didn't really spend much time on it because it wasn't our interest, is this. there seems to be a real strong push at the moment to put a lot of these monitors, monitoring systems into the actual clothing, yeah. including displays. Yeah. But we're, we're sort of looking at them going, I, I don't know what to do about this. Because I can understand the benefits, obviously. There was a shirt that you could wear and it will take your heart... You know your heart rate as you're, you're working out and stuff. There was displays that you can have sewn into fabric, and they'll act like a smartwatch on your sleeve, literally on your sleeve. Um, but uh, they all look fascinating things, but they all look a bit clunky at the moment. But that's all right because that's how things start out. Everything starts out clunky. I, I often think nowadays, when it comes to tech reporting and blogging and podcasts and stuff, people see the first thing of something. And they, they slow down on it instantly, yeah. Yeah. forgetting the technology moves forward every day. And yeah. these things only ever get smaller, normally, uh, and faster and more resilient and, and longer battery life. But you know, I mean, it one, just,
1: are the, one of the things that, that we both said was, you know, uh, Apple is placing itself as, as a design and fashion company as well as a technology company. Uh, and in the future... You could easily imagine that there'll be a range of fashion-type products made by Apple. You know, you know, uh, Johnny Ives' latest V-neck <laughs> sweater or what, whatever, um, which will have all the
0: sensors and things integrated into it. So, if, if only they had a kind of fashiony shop that they could sell the stuff in.
1: I know, or somebody who had some sort of fashion expertise. No, um, no, no. But, uh, you know. <laughs> but but uh,
0: we're it, getting ahead of ourselves. They'll be broke by then, Carl, anyway, <laughs> yeah. so it doesn't matter. I'm broke now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, but it's usually like I was just think that if you thought about where the future of all this could go eventually one day you'll go into a Nike shop and you'll buy a Nike, Nike t-shirt that mm-hmm. will have a heart rate sensor respiratory sensor all integrated into the actual shirt itself you'll have perhaps um, a little um, stopwatch and um things like that integrated into the sleeve so you just look at the sleeve of your top to see how fast you're going they might even have a gps thing tr- built into it to track your run, so you'll not even need to wear anything as clunky as a as a smart right. that might be the
0: future eventually and the alarm built in if you get attacked while you're out running and stuff and yeah it, that's what i'm saying it all looks like it's getting smaller and smaller and smaller and being um being taken into the actual just clothing we wear and we've heard about this for ages but you? Now it's,
1: now it's becoming a reality
0: uh, yeah i've got a fake it's probably been on tomorrow's world back in my youth i have no idea like some far off in the future story where we, we wearing our stuff on our clothes but well, who knows but it's definitely come up in the last few years and and i'm not sure how <laughs> i just wonder how these like the big technology people like microsoft apple and google obviously will will handle that universe because they're, they're
1: just waiting
0: they're uh-huh. waiting you know this this is uh- well i reckon partnerships well, well, exactly, yeah. exactly.
1: So, well, I said Nike.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's an
1: absolutely hand-in-glove fit, isn't it, with Apple?
0: Yeah, you got, you got Nike, Nike
1: will make the clothing. Apple will provide the, um,
0: you know, the sensors and whatnot. Right. Perfect. Well, we'll see. So, we're going to head back in now and see what else we can spy on the shop floor. Right. So, we've just taken our second break, Richard, after walking around the floor once again. Um, again, a few things. There's some really interesting stuff out there now. For example, this one caught my eye. Um, he said, desperately looking for the name of it. Oh, it's from a company called Copping Cobbin. Cobbin uh, will be demonstrating the Scott Sight Firefighters Helmet by Scott Safety, a revolutionary system that provides firefighters with hands-free access to thermal imaging data via near, uh, a near eye augmented display unit affixed on the inside of the safety mark. Now that doesn't sound like much use for the everyday usage, but it kind of looked like the old Google Glass, didn't it? Yeah, and and she allowed. She didn't actually allow us to put the helmet on, so we couldn't fulfil our dream of being firemen and getting <laughs> all the women. Apart from that, but uh, they did a they gave us a little demonstration model, and we we could look through this tiny little like triangular lens, and we could see. This this like full screen display in crystal clarity. It was quite shocking. It looked like a proper TV with all the
1: all the colours and everything. I was I was just expecting some poxy little display with a couple of numbers on it and that would be about it. I wasn't expecting a full resolution display, as no. it? Whoa!
0: It was quite it was amazing. Now I, I never I don't I did try Goop Glass on but I could never get it to work and I always thought having something this close to your eyeball close to your eyeball would be really hard to see but The clarity on this thing was just astounding, and uh, although, as I say, they were demonstrating on a fireman's helmet, like so they can use thermal imaging to see various things uh, when they're like working and stuff, when they're trying to save people. There were other applications, like she said, maybe if you're a motorcyclist, you can have the heads-up display. You're a racing car driver, all things that I do every day of the week, you know, because I am an international man of mystery, super spy, (laughs) so I do all these things. But, uh, no, I mean, I could see applications for everyday usage, and it's just a shame that Google Glass never took off because it looked so ridiculous. But, I don't know, because we've seen a number of models today using similar technology, and I just wonder how far into the future we'd have to go before we start to... Because that lens, that little triangular lens was absolutely minuscule. Yeah. Exactly, and... um, You'd literally just need, like, a wireframe of a glass just to hold it in place. Not... okay. the battery might be a bit of an issue at the moment, but it's definitely advancing to the stage where I was shocked at how clear that image was.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's impressive. And... and the the Fireman's helmet was a brilliant implementation of that. If they can get heads up thermal imaging in front of them as as they're trying to fight their way through a fire and rescue people, that's, it. that's gonna yeah, that's definitely gonna help to save people's lives. That's, that's amazing.
0: And not it's just like all the information that they could feed in, like they could feed, feed yeah. in all kinds of data and stuff into that field. I mean I mean the people in question, they were just producing the lenses and writing the software. It was up yeah. to you
1: how you implement like, it, yeah. Yeah,
0: if we was if we was here to purchase thousand units or something they probably talked to us a lot more but mm-hmm. but um, what they demonstrated was was amazing and they had a series of other things set up in their glass cabinet of all different viewing apparatus and, and it really did look like something from the future it looked like it felt made you feel like a Terminator with all this data appearing in front of your eyes it was good wasn't it yep um, I believe you had one next. Uh, so, oh, old oh, Curve Ring as well. So um, Richard got to try this on. You know, he likes his, he likes trying it on jewellery. I've discovered today. <laughs> it's um, weird. But uh, Curve Wearables bring you Curve Ring, the world's first commercially available contactless payment ring powered by Mastercard. Hot of the production line, curve will be showcasing curve ring curve will also be revealing their next what's next in their innovative range of wearable payment technology i'm not sure what they said about that they didn't tell us any no, of that. Exactly. but um so this is a little it looks like a little ceramic ring doesn't it i mean yeah, it's yeah. probably plastic but is it
1: not that much bigger than a, a normal kind of wedding band type thing um and they like say it's sort of like ceramic and the nice thing was that there was multiple choices of colours and mm-hmm. colour combinations and things like that. It's very uh, smooth. The one that I tried on was it was quite glossy, wasn't it? The ex- yeah. the, the, the exterior. Of it. I'm not sure if how I'd wear that personally, but, but it didn't
0: look out. Pla- I mean, no, it could, you could you could flow. easily wear it without yeah. anyone.
1: To, you know, anyone. If you're the kind of you know, you kind of guy who can pull off wearing a ring for fashion, you know, that then the, 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 you'd have no issues wearing this at all. Um, and it was very comfortable i have to say as well it's very nice to to wear on your finger so yeah it was a uh, scratch proof waterproof that's <laughs> it so you could just you know use it around all over the place um worked with mastercard yeah and then just automatically, uh, you, you can set via the app how much you want to top up on a regular basis. So if you
0: get below a certain value, that's it. Yeah. So you didn't need a phone on you. Once you've got, once you've topped the, the ring up, maximum thirty quid, you can just go out and spend thirty quid by just touching your well your knuckle or your ring to the contactless payment terminal, and and you're done, and it just deducts it. Uh, so you know we suggested this would be perfect for people with children who want mm. to give their kids something to get some way of getting home on public transport and stuff like that and uh yeah it just deducts whatever the charge is on the screen just like Apple Pay does at the moment yeah and uh like you say you can set up uh, a system so if it falls below a certain amount it will top up just like you can on an Oyster card but um Oh, yeah, yeah, Again, I, 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 we didn't get a price. They, a lot of the things here they do not want to tell you the price for I some reason. I think I reason. heard him say ninety pounds or eighty nine pounds. Oh, was he? Mm-hmm. Wow, that was that's a bit steep. I thought compared to what it is. Wow, yeah. but um, something, however, that wasn't steep. Uh, he said <laughs> desperately turned the page. Was something called the Maxwell Guider? Is that the is that the manufacturer or is that the device? I think it's the the. I think that's the name of the device. Okay, well this is a slim and sleek superwatch monitors your health heart sorry your heart health and provides an onboard board bio data without bringing a phone blood pressure pulse and the combine combined ecg generated data fatigue stress level body age SDs, scd stroke risk index what the hell does any of that mean <laughs> um, blood sugar sports and mo- uh, mood analysis shows instantly on the watch to give you insights of your overall health conditions now this is us it looks I've seen this design somewhere before. This is like how an old Fitbit used to yeah. look. Yeah. So it's very similar to that. It's got a display on it, a black and white display, uh, flashing up various things like your beats per minute, heart rate and stuff like this. Totally rubber sort of uh, wraparound bracelet design, much like the sports watch in in that look, but thinner. And... Well, you were talking to a, a, a deaf. So, how's it getting your ECG and all that, all those measurements? Was it just taking your blood pressure? So, I'll just be yeah, uh, it's, uh, it's right It's just
1: be measuring electrical conduct conductivity and stuff through your skin. I'm guessing, um, and then they use um, I think it's something called your pulse pulse pressure volume, which is a, a measurement of the pulse strength in your wrist, and then um, use that to. Uh, via some proprietary algorithm to equate that to your blood pressure reading. So Mm -hmm. it's not a true measure of your blood pressure reading, but it's an approximation. But she said that when they compared it against one of the industry standards, which is um, Omron, who are well known for their blood pressure machines, Uh, you can buy Omron in boots and places like that, and doctors use it as well. Um, And there's only three to six millimetres of mercury difference, which is not a great deal. You know, you can't use it for diagnostic reasons, but it it would be enough to give you an idea if something was not right with your your blood pressure, certainly. Um, So I was quite impressed with with that, really. They did say... um, you know, the, the, there's all these kind of things quoted in the product literature, but actually, when we started to ask, it was like, "Oh, well, that's not ready, and uh, uh, that's not ready." <laughs> uh, so, so blood, blood glucose monitoring isn't on it, but presumably it's it's going to come in time. But the thing that knocked me in oh, yeah, the car—oh, yeah—here's the thing: off our feet. We had to
0: ask this. We had to ask this question three times because we both thought we'd misheard. Yeah, <laughs> twenty US dollars.
1: We were like, "What?" <laughs> it does all that for. 20? $20. It, so I, I don't know how, I guess they're, they're going the route of, um, you know, some of the other sort of, they, I don't know if they are actually Chinese, but the you know, they, they might be going along that kind of route of low cost, yeah. get it into everyone's pockets, you know, and, and get it into everyone's lives and then establish the brand that way. But my God, I mean, that was amazing was. for $20.
0: Did she say how you got that information off that device because i they have a pay an app an app yeah
1: okay you, you get the you get your data off through through the app and uh, i think you get ecg data off and blood pressure
0: and all that kind of stuff off it so yeah because i just couldn't believe this device and like i say as soon as she said twenty dollars and i say pardon I said twenty dollars sorry that's two zero <laughs> you're saying right yeah, we, Did, were yeah, just, yeah, yeah we
1: could not believe she was saying the right number oh, two, yeah, was... No. no two hundred seriously no
0: <laughs> are you sure are you sure anyway. We, why didn't we? We should have said, "I'll have one." <laughs> yeah, I'm not, sure. I'm not sure they're
1: commercially available.
0: Yes, no, probably not. Um, then we moved on to another heart monitoring uh, device, the Alive Core. Now, I think this has been in the news recently because it's kind of a strap that you can bolt onto the Apple Watch as well. Uh, now. I'm far too unhealthy to give this a try because if I'd gone by my readings it might have turned up they would have rushed me off to the local hospital but Richard, being a, a fairly fit individual he was brave enough to put his fingers on the sensors and what did you think? Uh, I'm, not, I'm not dead. Yeah, so you're not dead. I'm not dead and apparently
1: my heart's beating normally so that's reassuring. Um, no, it's, it's very impressive. I'd, I'd heard of um, a live call before today but the last... I think the last time I heard of it was the 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 sort of pad that that I actually tried out, mm-hmm. which is like a small credit card-sized thing that you put put your fingers on uh, two different pads, and then it takes an ECG reading. But now there's actually um, an Apple Watch strap that does exactly the the same thing. Um, and uh yeah yeah so we couldn't try the apple watch strap because he said it has to pay with with the apple watch and yep. things like that so it's too much of a headache to do with with <laughs> individuals so we just tried out the 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 separate sensor um but yeah amazing it actually and it works by actually rec- it's basically making an audio recording of your pulse and the various parts of your pulse wave and then converting that into an electrical signal to make the cg reading um yeah it was just really really cool um and uh the other clever thing was that it it can use the microphone um as well to record if you're having any symptoms at the time so you can say oh i feel a bit restless you know whilst you're doing it or um i don't feel well i feel sweaty or something like that you know because um, the other thing is, with palpitations and things like that, patients sometimes don't remember how they felt at the time when mm-hmm. it was actually happening. They know they were having palpitations, but sometimes if you ask them, well, were you sweaty? Uh, I don't think I was. <laughs> I just you know. say yes all the time. <laughs> because, like, can you ask me a more discriminating question? <laughs> um, so... So, yeah, and, and uh, just impressive. I mean, it really doesn't look bulky at all as the, no. as the watch strap, does it? You could quite comfortably wear that D and D out, I think.
0: It's like this. So, the actual strap just looks like a normal sports strap, but the actual sensor is about the size of your thumbnail, yep. which is inside that strap. And then you can just pull it out. You did say maybe a bit of a hassle changing the battery. Very, it's very tiny, small screws. Very small screws, but you didn't say, but can you can. How, long? Did you say how long it would last. It was quite a while, there. wasn't it? Like a year or something yeah, like that? It's quite a long time. Because you're not using it all because the time. It's not, exactly, yeah, exactly, it's only
1: when you activate it that it'll um, turn on. So, so and, uh, what impressed me, Carl, I don't know if you noticed, was the speed with that the Apple Watch recorded. Mm hmm. Did you see he put his finger on the sensor and it was immediately taking a recording? No oh, right. The split second he put it on, there was no delay or processing or anything, it was just like woof, the data was there <laughs> straight away on his and that's vitally important because if you if that if that irregular beat only lasts for ten seconds, you can't Wait ten seconds whilst the thing calibrates itself. That's true. It's got to
0: be ready to go straight away. So, so what advantages would this this like cardio band spell with K have over the inbuilt pulse monitor built into the watch itself?
1: Well, do you mean the the pulse monitor and the Apple Watch? Yeah. That that is just giving you a rough pulse reading. It's not giving you a measure of the electrical activity of your heart. Okay. This is this is medical grade information so that your doctor can say, oop, that doesn't, look, <laughs> that doesn't look clever, you know we need to look into this a bit more, that is of course technically the thing that we all say mm-hmm. um,
0: I'm glad you're clearing this up you've you <laughs> demystified a lot about the general practitioners here for me today
1: but yeah, so it, it, that's, it, it's giving you medical grade information um, and I, I see the advantage of it as being as your Apple Watch is, if you've got an Apple Watch, the chances are you'll be wearing it all the time, everywhere you go. And Sod's Law, even with the other um, the, the other one that they used to have, like the credit card size one, you'd probably not have it on you when, mm-hmm. when the actual ectopic or irregular beat occurs. So um, that's always going to be with you. So I, I see that as the advantage of, of this version of it.
0: And didn't he say you could also send that information off to your doctor as well? Wasn't that what that printout yep. was all about? It was a big sheet full of all your various blood, uh, heart rate ratings, plus any keywords that you'd spoken into the watch and stuff like that. So yep. the doctor could potentially get all of that information instantly.
1: Yeah, he was saying that you can um, you know, sort of
0: email it and stuff like that. So that's very clever. Well, I think... and then we, And then as we moved around, we saw we saw a few other things that we wasn't too sure about, shall we say. <laughs> so, so there was this that device. Um, unfortunately, they're not in this magazine, so I can't actually pull up much data about them. But there was one called Hush Me. So, yeah. so Hush Me is a weird looking device. And what this is designed for is if you're in a place, a busy place, where you want to mask what you're saying, you clamp, you clamp this plastic apparatus over your mouth, so it looks like you've got a gag on, <laughs> And you make your call into this gag thing um, and then the person at the other end hears you sp- perfectly okay apparently but uh, no one around you can hear a word that you're saying so you're completely silent but it's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. It makes you look like Bane from Batman. It really does. Um, and not only can you be have a hush conversation with just a person on the other end of the phone, but you, you can also change how you sound. So you can sound like Darth Vader. Or 2D2. Or, 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 or a, min- a minion. Or a minion. <laughs> a practical use, I feel. Yeah. But... We didn't actually try this on. We were just we stood back and we, we listened to someone else interacting with this guy. It was weird. And every now and again, Richard just me and Richard would just share a look like, what?
1: <laughs> it was just weird. Def Definitely Bane immediately came to mind for, for, for me. You, you would look, literally look like Bane wearing this thing. <laughs> what? Uh, it's just really hard to figure out who's, who would ever be using it. When I was thinking about it, I thought the only people I can think of where that would be really relevant would be, like, say people who work in the Secret Service. Yeah. You know, because but they you'd know they'd be in the Secret well, Service. Well, you know fine well, you know, like some some people might be getting monitored by spy agencies and stuff like that. Have
0: you been reading the news recently?
1: Yeah. <laughs> using like using like sort of telephoto lenses and stuff. So yeah. at least if your mouth is covered, they can't they can't work out via lip sync and lip reading what you what you're saying. So True there is
0: that. But if you're gonna put that on, you could just put your hand in front of your face as well. But people don't, do those Yeah, but this the way they is telling it to that guy is this would be people in the same room who cannot <laughs> who cannot listen into what you're saying. I just found it funny that was a, I'm sure there is a very legitimate usage for this device, but yeah. I just could in my line of work I just could not see it. I,
1: I said to Carl I I can see every call center worker in the UK having this eventually.
0: It would be brilliant, because then you'd never, when, they, when they ring you up to con you out of your money, you wouldn't be able to hear they're in a call centre. Yep. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, everyone would look like some sort of weird muzzled animals. <laughs> but, uh... Oh, dear. And the other strange thing that we saw, unfortunately I haven't got a name for this, but this was um, a device you wore around your neck on long journeys, like on the plane or trains or anywhere, really, and it supposedly produced, <laughs> provided you with pure air. By using ions to bombard the atmosphere around you and destroy illicit particles. And illicit particles, is that a term? No, I have no idea. <laughs> X rated particles. Exactly. Come out <laughs> there. Evil. We're saying call them evil. evil particles. particles. So you just get pure air coming through your nostrils. Yeah. Um, it wasn't it wasn't available to test, strangely enough. Uh but they had three nice-looking units, and as soon as Richard saw it, he went, that can't be done. He <laughs> was quite adamant about it, no matter what I said. just went, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, my, my
1: BS alert was going off big day. <laughs> it's like, no, nope, don't believe it, that can't, that's not going to do anything. You
0: see, now, if you had one of them on, you wouldn't be able to smell the BS in the first place. <laughs> so it would have been perfect for that situation. Um, so we're going to head in one more time. Anything else you want to say before we head in again? Anything you've seen that's amazed you while we've been in now? I mean, it's all fascinating stuff.
1: Oh, it's it's all really, all really interesting. Some isn't of it's it?
0: some of it's Apple related or can be adapted to be Apple related, but most of it's like just third parties doing their thing. Uh, but you can certainly see, you can certainly see how this wearables, the miniaturisation is uh, yeah, coming along, isn't it? Is, it? And it's quite astounding.
1: Uh, you know, and and more affordable as well. Oh yeah, the idea of being able to track your ECG and your pulse for twenty dollars is just <laughs> wow.
0: Well, the Apple version will come out and it'll be one hundred twenty dollars, I suppose. What? Well, uh, not your Nellie? It won't. Three hundred twenty dollars. <laughs> okay. Well, what was I thinking? <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's really good. I mean, so this this is on. Every year it looks like it's definitely. they have already got it in the calendar for next year in 2018. I think it's March again. I can't find the advert at the moment, but yeah. so if you're around in London next March, definitely try and come and have a look at this place. It is free just to get in and wander around. It costs a bit to go and look at the, listen to the talks and things like that. But just walking around is interesting in itself. But we are now going to head in for one more time. We're going to walk around to see a few more things that we haven't looked at quite yet, and then we're going to come out with our final thoughts and our final discoveries. For the rest of the day, and then after that, we're heading for the pub. So let's Woo-hoo. head back in one more time, right? Then, so we finally left the place, <laughs> Richard. We've been spent the day in the wearables technology. What is it? Sure, <laughs> sure, that's it. Uh, we've wandered around about three or four times, we've seen everything we wanted to see. Yeah, um, so what were your final thoughts on the fun on the day? Yeah, it was good, sure.
1: We definitely got a sense of what the the, the future of, of wearables is, is going to be, and uh, seems like it's going to be generally cheaper and integrated into a lot more stuff that we're wearing and maybe into clothing and, and things like that that's that maybe that's a bit off yet but um it's just really interesting to, to see where it's all all going hmm. De- definitely uh, we both felt that if you did come to this show a day would do you didn't we? you know maybe it's in the future when it gets bigger you might need two days but
0: as of now it's not big enough Well, maybe if we'd gone to the talks, it might have been different. But since we just that's done true. the show, the there was yeah. a plane taking a off plane. I'm not sure that's going to come through. But uh, it's all part of the outdoor experience. So, um... <laughs> I'm sorry, Carl! <laughs> now, if my what edit- was that? If my editing skills are up to scratch, that'll be seamless, and you'll never know. That was a plane <laughs> <take>. But... <laughs> But uh, yeah, as I say, so I think if you was attending more than more than just yeah. walking around, it'd be fine two days. I stuff.
1: was just thinking for for the listeners if they fancied mm. fancied uh, next year coming and having a wander around, probably your day would do you, mm-hmm. unless mm-hmm. you go, like you say, unless you go into the talks. So
0: true. So um, is there anything you saw that surprised you? Is there anything that's further along than you thought it was? Um, the way it's been adapted for general use. Because I was quite surprised. Some some of the smaller stuff, I was quite surprised that they're so far along and it's in such like, a working mode. I mean, just that Like what? the thing that, for example, that we saw that the fire, the fireman's helmet with the little screen. Yes, building, yes. I mean, I thought it was a long that way away. That was impressive. Yeah,
1: that was impressive.
0: But uh, and I can see that being adapted further on by various technologies because they were literally just building the lens. It was being built into various other things. There's loads of like health issues. But the thing a the thing that bothers me. Well, not bother me, but concerns me the most is your GP so I'm now able to record virtually everything about myself if I was to use some of the technologies that we just saw today but as a GP what, what, good, what good is that to me I mean what information realistically can you interpret when I come into your office or your yeah, studio yeah. surgery sorry um, you know what what information really can you gain and use as, 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 as valid important information so so, uh, the, the things that
1: I, I i said would be useful together would be your blood pressure uh heart rate data uh would be useful as well if especially with that um uh gosh what was the name of that product called again the the ecg one
0: uh, the one in the watch strap yes
1: right yeah that would be useful uh, you know that would, that's very specific but the the, the Day to day, I think the blood pressure, um, your blood glucose, uh, which some of these devices were now uh, claiming to be able to monitor, um, and your weight is the the main things that we could actually use as as useful information. Uh, just bear in mind that if you do present to your GP with these things, we're going to independently check all of them. Um, <laughs> what?
0: No. Yeah. Strangely, we're
1: not going to not going to believe a twenty dollar wearable. Uh, as to whether it's accurate or not so
0: i never lie about my alcohol intake
1: (laughs) (laughs) don't worry your gp's already tripled what you've said so uh but no uh, uh, but uh, like i said uh, i think it's it's a useful benchmark you know if you present to the gp and say oh god look this is saying that my blood sugar is this level that's enough to get us to to go and check it for you and and we may pick up diabetes early or high blood pressure really or whatever it is and as far as i'm concerned the better you pick up all these things the less damage it's doing to you so and the more chance you've got to correct anything in your lifestyle that could could be um causing these
0: issues so it's a gp yeah how, how much would you like us to present this information or you just want us to be all high you're not going to think of us all hypochondriacs and things like if that. there's
1: something abnormal with it, I want to know about it. Absolutely, okay. yeah, absolutely, I want to know about it because at the end of the day, we 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 do care about these things. We we want to help people to stay healthy, um, and if these if these if this technology can help us to do that, then brilliant. Mm-hmm.
0: That's good. Like I say, a lot of of stuff we saw here today, you probably will not recognize when they come out as brand names. They'll be bought up by people like Microsoft, Google, and and Apple and integrated into their current systems and future systems. And then we'll get to use them and see them that way. So... But, you know, I I found it very interesting this day. I'm glad you brought me, invited me along, Rich. Greatly appreciated. I'm glad to have you along. Now we're going to, I think we're going to head into London and abuse our bodies with alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you very much, Rich. No problem. So there you go. Indeed, we did get drunk that night. I had far too much beer and far too much ribs and stuff like that. I, I normally do. But, uh, yeah, so that was it. Slightly different this week. Hope you enjoyed our little look around the uh, the show floor there. Now, there will be a link in the show description on the show notes as well and on the website for some imagery and links to all the things that we talked about and discussed within the show itself. So if you want to actually, you know, obviously through the, the medium of audio, you can't see what these things look like, obviously. So I have created a link to a page where within the Mac and Forth site where you can go and look at these things, you can see the links to the various companies, you can see photos of what we were talking about and uh, get some sort of idea of what these companies are working on. So I think that's pretty much all there is. So next week it will be resuming Surface as normal. Um, so let's just wrap things up, shall we? Well, it's that time again and here we go because it's review time, but... It's another week, no reviews. No reviews yet again. However, I did have a bit of feedback about this song. Indeed. So, my favourite section, that bit, (laughs) apparently is not a mistake. Nicholas Riley sent me a a message via Google+, and he says, Regarding the Incredible Hulk theme tune, it's called a suspension, where Discord resolves to harmony and it isn't a mistake. Alan Vickers is quite correct. He says so. Thank you for thank you very much for that, Nicholas. We finally know because it's bugged me for so long. Because it's a lovely piece of music, and it's always it makes me feel sad. Because I always picture him walking off into the sunset with his little backpack on. Because no one loves him. Anyone? <laughs> no one understands him. Anyway, so <laughs> so if you would like to head over to iTunes and give us a review, we'd really like. You know, appreciate that. Now, way you can show uh, support for the show is obviously our Patreon page. Now, I was out with him yesterday on site. Uh, this whole month has been funded by the wonderful Dr. Richard Harkness. he's he he done a private donation via PayPal, and he funded the entire month's worth of shows. So, I'm very grateful for to, to Richard. I'm also grateful to all the other people who have contributed via Patreon. and And if you'd like to help the show out to help finance all the services we use behind the scenes, it would be greatly greatly appreciated so i think that's pretty much it if you want to get hold of richard you can go and look at his human v2 site richard has decided to basically come off all the social media um sites now so i can't really share a link or (laughs) or his username on any of those but you can go and see his website the uh, link will be in show description if you want to get hold of me on twitter my name's carmen you get hold of me on claw0101 You can get in touch with the show over there on Twitter at Mac and Forth. we got our website, obviously, macandforth.com. You can email us at macandforth at gmail.com. We're obviously on Facebook and also on Google+. And that's pretty much it. So until next week, all I can say is stay safe and be nice to each other. Bye. Bye.